We're pumped to be joined by JT Gasso, hitting coach for the Oklahoma Sooners softball team. Congrats on the Big 12 Tournament Championship, JT. That's, uh, as so many of the players put it, another check, right? You, you, you have that checklist of, all right, regular season title, uh, Big 12 Tournament title. It's got to feel pretty rewarding, though, still, right? Yeah, no, for sure. And I, I think uh, it's more so just, you know, competing against the people that are in front of us. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's good to get the confetti and good to get all those things, the, the trophy and whatnot. But um, we're just really playing this one game at a time and focusing on the opponent who's in front of us. Is that in today's age with social media and how, you know, understanding and omnipresent this sport has become – is it harder now than ever to just focus on that one thing whenever you have so many people, I don't like me, that say, hey, you guys are rolling, that back-to-back champs. Does it make it more difficult, or does it bring everyone together closer? Um, I, I just think over the past couple of years, we have really felt the effects of that. Mm-hmm. And um, what's, what's kind of good is knowing now how to handle those things. Gotcha. Think about 2021, where – you know, we're coming out of COVID and, and just burst onto the scene um, stronger than that 19th season, which we thought was like one of our best seasons of all time, right? So um, we, had a lot of, we had a lot of attention um, back then and, and even last year with Jossie's home run chase and, and whatnot. So, um, you know, even with all those things, we're just really focusing on ourselves and how we can be the best that we can be day in and day out. What's your um? Do you have a process on Sunday night? Whenever the the uh, field comes out, or do you just is it like a turn like a NCA basketball where you look at it like oh I think that team can win, or do you look at it much differently <laughs> from a coaching perspective than you might say uh, as you used to, or even as a fan? So <laughs> every uh, every selection show, I'll make my own uh, bracket. Oh, a bracketologist. Yeah, but no, no, no. I mean, like, I will write out. Oh, okay, I gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, not, like, make my own. Um, I I am, I've been a big proponent for trying to get more data, more metrics into the selection room, um, just to have a little bit more accuracy on kind of, you know, some of the things that, just to make it more consistent, more transparent. Um, But, you know, when it comes to Sunday, I that's really the only thing I do. I, I just enjoy kind of being around the, the team or families around and, um, you know, just really soak that soak that up with everyone. Do, do you find it then from that perspective, JT? I'm not tr- trying to have you say anything about the, the tournament or the selection process, but, you know, is there a, a ranking or when you say those metrics, is there something where you're like, man, I really wish they had this? Or is there a number that jumps out to you that you wish was probably taken into consideration more than it appears it is? Uh, and that's, that's kind of the beauty of softball is we are, we're new to the scene too and, gotcha. and, the, and how popular we're getting. So right now the only real metric that they have in there is, is basically RPI. And so when they when they talk about you know top twenty five wins and top ten wins or top, all these all these different things, it's all based on RPI. And I think just fundamentally one of the one of the things that really um, opened my eyes was looking at the basketball selection process and how they the NCAA adopted you know the net uh, the net ranking um, their evaluation tool 
And one of the things that I think that's really important is using performative data, like what you're able to do in how you score runs or how you prevent runs um, should be um, weighted in there somewhere. I don't know like what it looks like. Um, you know, I'm one of those things. I hate to be one of those guys that say, there's a problem with this. <laughs> oh, I am. Um, so Oh, I don't know. Right. So I don't know the perfect answer, but what I'm saying is there's, we can put more stock. We can invest more into getting more things um, in, uh, in our sport that ultimately make it, make it better. So many cool things uh, happening around this team. But one thing I don't think we can talk about enough is just the impact that Grace Lyons makes. Uh, been here for a minute, right? First year was 2019. Uh, has developed, I think, into a really good leader. But it's also it's a great story because she was just right a defensive shortstop. Here comes this defensive shortstop, and then from about what her sophomore season on, JT, she's been as consistently dangerous at the plate as anybody. Uh, extra base hits, had a couple home run excursions, or, uh, explosions. What have you seen that's been the biggest improvement and has allowed her to? to develop into a complete hitter at the plate? I just think the, uh, her buy-in to growth, like she's, she's always wanted to get better. Um, she knew that defensively that was like her thing when she came in and she saw the, the people around her that were great. She was, she was also great. Like, I think she was like 290 something her freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe with eight, eight or nine homers maybe, but she was, she was still doing a lot of good things. Um, but then just saying, like, how can I get better? How can I get better? And just every single year just um, really, like, taking the next step in, in her development. So um, I, she's still the same. I, I feel like she's, she's just as good as she's been, considering some of the things that, you know, she's had to go through and whatnot. So I'm really kind of proud to be a part of that process for her and, and seeing her development. And then on the other side of the the infield, and I, I want to talk about the outfield, obviously, within a bit, JT, but it's really cool to see how comfortable Alyssa Brito is becoming and has become this year at third base. You worked with her a lot in, in developing that kind of outfield chops, but, man, she's got a absolute cannon at third. She likes to show it off and just so confident right now in the, in the plate with Alyssa Brito. Yeah, and that's one of the things for her. She's been able to stay neutral uh, no matter the situation, it's been really kind of fun to see her growth. And I think that's the thing with, with all players is just seeing how they're going to grow. Are they, you know, is it, is it physically, is it emotionally, is it, you know, their process at the plate, is it in the weight room? Like everyone kind of has something that they're really digging into and seeing Brito um, handle those, those big situations and just um, being clutch and just every day attacking it has been uh, really fun to watch. Yeah, and you know I was talking about this. I think we may have even talked about it too. But the passion for making plays in the outfield is so cool to see. From Riley Boone to Jada Coleman and, and whomever you've used in right field, I feel like they've all made a play at some point out in right field. But how much, how much fun do you have with where you can put Jada Coleman and and kind of how you can position her if it's a if it's a slapper, you're not afraid to put her in tight because you know she can make that ground up in the outfield, JT. What is her closing speed? What does her athleticism allow you to to do positioning-wise with the rest of your outfield? Does it kind of open things up? 
Well, yeah, you just kind of said it. You can put her anywhere on the field and know that she can cover. <laughs> she can throw someone out. She can uh, she can run something down. Um, she'll she'll cut something off. So um, just her abilities as an athlete has just really allowed um, for not just her but the people around her to, to get better because, you know, if you know that um, she's going to say that there's a blind spot somewhere in the outfield, you know that she can kind of cover it, and it kind of allows – um, the outfielders around her to really focus on their assignment of what of uh, what what they need to cover too. So um, just kind of having that uh, support around her and uh, knowing that she's getting after it has kind of made the people around her to be confident as well. Hey, um, uh, two more, and I'll let you get out of here. Speaking of Jada, I know that it's kind of hard to think like right off the the cuff. Maybe I should have given you a heads up on this last night. But as far as players who moved positions, right? And I mean, this is a significant one from shortstop to the outfield where they haven't played a lot. What we've saw Sid move from being a lifelong shortstop to third base. You had Breed on the outfield last year. You had a couple moves like a Katie Self, what played first base for a little bit in 2016. Shay Knight, first base. I'm just throwing a few. Has, has there been anyone who just seems to have attached himself to or embraced the change and excelled as much as Jada Coleman has? Well, um, I mean, burrito. Yeah. Okay. That's the thing about burrito that we got to bring up too is, um, do you remember when we put her out in center field? Yes. Throughout her third. Yes. You know, so like every, I, not just burrito, but everyone on our team, Sophia Nugent going from catcher to outfield back to catcher. Like what, what we've really bought into is being able to play the game. If you're able to play the game, like think about Sandlot, like Benny the Jet, Rodriguez could play any position. You saw him catch, mm-hmm. he would catch, he would pitch, he would play Benny anywhere. <laughs> and so it just makes the it turns it into a game when you know that you're able to play um, multiple positions and still be effective. So, um, you know, Sid, oh man, I'll never forget this. Sid Sanders played right field, I think in an inner squad maybe, like before the season or maybe it was in, in the fall. I can't remember what it was. She had the, like this season, top five best rob that, like one of the best catches we've had, practice and game. Oh, wow. At the wall, over the fence, brought it back. Like it was sick. So everyone um, is is knows how to play a different position on the field. And we, you know, really stuck to that at the beginning of the year. Um, you got – well, listen, we, we, we've got plenty of time to talk about the games that are coming up. But before I let you go, I mean, come on, Denver's not going to shoot that good the rest of the series, right? I know Anthony Davis gave us his 40-point game last night, but there is no way that Contavious Caldwell, Pope, or Jamal Murray is going to shoot that well the rest of the series, right? I don't know. The thing that scares me about Denver is their size. So even if they aren't shooting, like you saw um, – Lakers made their defensive adjustments there in the second half, and that mm-hmm. was I mean, amazing. But you get um, you, you look at how easy it was for Joker to to, to um, back it down into the paint, and he was getting some really good looks. And if you have Michael Beasley coming off and and making shots, then I mean they're Denver's really good. I mean they're the one seed, right? So yep. um, I really feel I feel like a real sports analyst right now. No, by the way, you're bringing it. But I'm I, impressed. <laughs> It's, I think it's, it's just going to be a good series because one thing about the Lakers that I've felt this year more than um, the years past is how smart they are. 
they've been playing really like making really big adjustments um, in their in their series. So it's been fun to watch them. Yeah, I, I I hope they bounce back and pull it off. All right, uh, JT, have a great rest of your week, man. I always dig any second I get with you, and we'll talk to you again on Friday. Yeah, and and in your honor, I'm holding my phone up on, on speakerphone. Um, and next time I'll talk to you, I'll do it in public. Please Just do. Like that. Please do. <laughs> your pet peeve. <laughs>